and the following broadcast is for mature audiences only. Viewer discretion is advised. Morning, ladies and gentlemen. So it's another beautiful morning for you guys, and we uh, just uh, started a uh, morning cup of joe for you this week. A lot of changes happened to me. Actually, uh, adulted quite a bit this week. Uh, you know, worked on my job. I went to go see the doctors. Turns out that uh, I'm uh, I'm overweight. I'm overweight, and uh, I have some anxiety. I knew about the anxiety stuff, but the overweight part kind of threw me for a loop. Apparently, uh, at a five foot nine, weighing 171 pounds, makes you overweight. And my doctor was kind of rude about it. Uh, he told me to open my mouth and say "oink." Yeah, it was just uh, I was like uh, a little taken aback. Uh, but I don't know. Apparently, my blood pressure's fine. My pulse is fine. I got a clean bill of health. Uh, no STDs, ladies. Oh, uh, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's crazy stuff. Crazy. Adulted quite a bit. I paid a lot of bills. I don't know, man. Adulting's weird. I, I, I think a lot of us try to take it for granted that we're doing really well in life with adulting. I pretty much have just come to the realization that I am a grown 14-year-old boy who uh, enjoys playing basketball and eating junk food. And my diet reflects it. I'm pretty sure the doctor probably acknowledged that. And uh, I don't want to accept it. Um, because quite frankly, I want to eat the same stuff I've eaten. Uh, he told me I need to watch what I eat. So, um, I'm going to definitely start, uh, start filming my food. I think it's something I need to do. Uh, you know, it's, it's difficult to watch it. It's so hard to watch. I mean, it's pretty boring for the most part. Uh, you know, it's like watching paint dry. Uh, but I, you know, I'll do, I'll do it. I'll do it because, you know, doctor said so doctor's orders. I, I listened to my doctor. Uh, but I don't know what, what else I've been doing this week. I'm, I'm going on a road trip, doing a road trip. That's right. Going up to beautiful Walnut Creek. It's a suburb of Oakland and San Francisco. That's so I get to be up in the Bay Area with you people. I like I like the Bay Area. You guys figured it out. Figured out what's good about California and just kept it all to yourselves. You rat bastards. No, I like it, though. San Francisco. Don't drink it down because it smells like urine. And Oakland, just seriously, don't don't stare at it. Just just pretend like it's there. We know it's there, but we're not going to acknowledge like it's a thing, you know? The only good thing that came out of Oakland was what? Like a Floyd song? And maybe a Gambino song with uh, Oakland? You know, Telegraph Avenue? That's, that's pretty much it. That's all we got out of Oakland. I don't care. I love Too Short. Too Short, E-40, Izzle. Izzle came out of Oakland. That's some good stuff. Now they, we got Pac out of Oakland. Not Digital Underground out of Oakland. Now thinking about I actually like Oakland hip-hop. Oakland hip-hop, y'all did good. I don't know why you guys aren't celebrated more often. I don't know. I, I like the Bay Area, though. Um, I, I could do without the braggadocio of, oh, we got the Golden State Warriors. This is how you know Oakland is so bad of a city. One, you lost the Raiders. They're moving to Vegas. And two, your best team doesn't even acknowledge that they're from your city. They say they're from the Golden State, which, not a lie, not a lie, they're from California, but will not tell you where. And, and even on their jerseys, they put San Francisco. That's how little they think about y'all. They'd rather be associated with across the bridge when their team's in Oakland. So, I don't know, but I like the Bay. I'm a fan of the Bay. Um, I got my little niece up there. We're going to be celebrating her third birthday. So that's going to be fun. 
carnival theme. I'm a big fan of carnivals. Um, bringing up Lil Gracie. We got her dressed up as a lion for the theme, so it'll be good. Uh, but I'm excited for it. Uh, this episode, it's going to be a road trip episode. You're going to be on the road with me. You're going to hear what I listen to here in the background. I'm excited. I like it. You're going to hear what Christina got to say. Uh, you know, it's, it's going to be a pretty uh, smooth recording. Uh, we like to do right now a shout out for uh, Sean Wade. We're also going to be watching him stream live on his show. And you guys will be able to see the link when we post this out there. Uh, going to do some plugging for his stuff. Really promote him. You know, he's he's a part of uh, Joe and the Creamers here. Um, granted, I am the Cup of Joe, so uh, I like to promote my Creamers. Uh, they just make this show just a little bit sweeter. Um, and uh, make this dark roast of mine a little bit nicer. So uh, definitely watch him. He's comical. Uh, it's it's some good stuff. If you like video games, definitely watch him. You know, I can't say enough. I, I wouldn't have him as a creamer in my coffee if I didn't believe in him. So definitely listen in. It'll be some good stuff. You'll get, get a lot out of it. I hope you like this show. Um, big things is we're going to have my dad on this show. That's right. Since uh, we're going up to Northern Country, get to bring in my dad as well, along with Christina. So it's going to be a good show. Uh, we're going to do some uh, promotions right now because we have to. I have to do them. I got to pay for these coffees somehow. And uh, then we'll get into it with Christina and my dad and some background stuff. And just so you guys get to know a little bit more about baby me. Um, don't be confused with him calling me Mike. Um, that's going to be a little insight for you guys. For those of you who didn't know, uh, for a cup of Joe, my full name is Joseph Michael Hoper. JD. That's right. I earned a, a Jewish doctorate, so it's on a name now. It's in the title. Um, I don't try to be all braggadocious about it. It is what it is. Um, I'm educated, college educated, y'all, from the proud universities of Cal State University, Fullerton, and Valparaiso University over in Indiana. That's right, proud crusaders, living it up, doing what we do. Just, you know, such names like Bryce Drew, Joseph Holper. That's pretty much it. <laughs> no, nah, I'm kidding. Uh, there's a lot of great guys out of Valparaiso that you uh, can look up, Google it. Um, I'm not going to Google it for you because that takes away uh, takes away the fun. I think that's the one thing we're missing about nowadays. It takes away the fun of people being able to identify that joy of not knowing. I love not knowing things and then learning about them later. I think you guys should do the same. Look it up. Find out who else went to Valparaiso. Um, there's a lot of great names out of there. Just a fantastic school. Um, and same with Cal State Fullerton. Like, my boss went to Cal State Fullerton. So, I'm a big fan of her. Big fan of school. So, ultimately, guys, pursue what uh, you want to pursue. Learn what you want to learn. I'm here to give you as much knowledge as I can give. And I'm a, I'm a giant dummy. I'm a big dum-dum. But, uh, apparently, I, I read a lot to make me less of a dum-dum. But, uh, I'm a well-read dum-dum. That's what I, what I will qualify it as. Um, I, I'm with Christina, so she makes me a, l- a couple IQ points smarter every day. Um, and then, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I will see, uh, see how smart I am. You guys could always write in questions. We're more than welcome to open it up. Uh, we had Malik on last week and that was a fun episode. We're hoping to keep that same type of vibe and hopefully you guys enjoy this coffee shop meets the barbershop type style. I'm just kind of riffing at this point, but we like to give our promotions out there, and so hopefully you guys stay tuned after this break, but let's start the show.
so we're on the road and we're getting our way up to uh, Walnut Creek. Christina, you did the first like part of this journey to get us to Lost Hills. By the way, for those who have never done this drive, Lost Hills is one of those areas that I think was just made for gas stations and Denny's. Like that's it. It's a place to get lost, y'all. It's not like I literally feel like <laughs> it's not a good accurate name. Because like Lost Hills, like no, nah, that's like the destination where I know I'm not lost at. Like I know where I found I need where I need to go. I think they call it Lost Hills because like there's so many gas stations, people that were lost were like just go to the next gas station. We'll ask where we're going. That's what we were doing. I was like, which one do you want to go? Arco. They're all the Shell. same price. <laughs> it's an insane amount of money, though. It was like four thirty for like some gas. Yeah. Like, that's the thing, man. Like, when you have like a section like that where you're in the middle of nowhere and like the next stop is like 30 miles away, like you have a monopoly on what you want to charge gas-wise. It's kind of crazy. So, yeah, we're... On our drive, it's what time? Ten thirty. Yeah, it's do, you know how weird. It feels like it's so late when it's really not. Like this is. I think I'm just getting old. No, we're just old. <laughs> we had that conversation where it's yeah. like you know you're getting old when you're yawning at seven thirty at night. Yeah, I was like, shit, man. I'm like already exhausted. I'm like, it's. I'm not. Even, it's not even late. No, we're gonna. Uh, well. Our estimated arrival is uh, 12.57, so that's going to be in two hours. Yeah, I'm working on that. I ain't going to lie. So I'm driving right now, by the way. So for y'all that think like, oh, how are we trying to keep this show fresh? I'm doing it on the road. That's right. I'm in my car. I'm trying not to fall asleep. <laughs> but she's doing a good job. <laughs> she's doing good, guys. They don't call her the best co-host in the league for nothing. Meanwhile, Gracie is uh, sleeping for both of us. Dude, Gracie's been killing it, though, on this drive. She's been doing good. Yeah, she I was a little worried at first because, like, honestly, like, I don't really travel with dogs. So, like, going on a long journey with the dog is, like, a little, like, nerve-wracking. No. I think we... I think she's fine in the department of, like, being in... Stuck in one area for long periods of time. Yeah. For me, it's just, like, I told you the medication. Yeah, so... Oh, yeah. By the way, uh, so Gracie went to the vet this past week... Because uh, she developed a rash on her ear, on her rear area. It Pretty was, much just, like, all over the areas she, like, licks and scratches at like a mofo. Yeah. And freaked out because then she started bleeding on her gums, too. And it was like, the fuck? So we went to the vet, found out it's a skin allergy from fleas. Yeah, can we also admit that Dr. Doolittle there was trying to, like... Mechanic us, us and overcharge me. Like, we should do a blood test for like $200. When I'm like, dude, she just scratches really hard. She ain't got no like blood disease. She ain't like Chris Bosch over here. Yeah. So, anyways, she got a medication. She got a flea medication. Homegirl's not eating because we're traveling. I think that's the only con about having Gracie on this trip. Yeah, a little bit. But she's a good dog. Mm-hmm. She's a good dog. But yeah. She's doing well. We got a dope ass uh, vest for her. So yeah. that's pretty sick. She's wearing flannel, y'all. Yeah, she's looking sick. People be digging that look. Honestly, low key, she got the red uh, black lumberjack. We ain't got the hat to match, though. No. But I like it. She's looking cute. I dig it. Yeah. 
I know. Uh, I think this journey. I saw. Are you excited when we get up to Walnut Creek? I'm excited for getting there. Mm-hmm. It's just the whole trying to get there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's difficult right now. Um. So yeah, but yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, I think it'll be good. I mean, overall, these type of journeys are always weird. Like, when was the last time you drove up to like San Francisco? Oh, that was like years. I want to say 2015, 2016. So, what was the reasoning and why did you end up there? Uh, my best friend and I, like, we never went on a trip. Okay. So, we were like, let's do this trip. She's been to San Francisco. I've been meaning to go to San Francisco. So, we were like, let's just do it. We left at, I want to say, 3 in the morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we could get there at 10 or 9 uh, or earlier. And, um, yeah, we drove. I did the first half, of course. She did the second half because she's like, I want you to really see it, so. I feel that's your tactic. Is you, like, law people in it. Like, I'll do the first half. Where The the worst part of the first half is the grapevine. That's it. Once you get past the grapevine, you're fine on the five. No, I didn't do it. Okay, so this time with my best friend, the reason why I did the first half was because she was like, no, I want you to really, like, immerse yourself in the view of getting to San Francisco so I wasn't like oh yeah I do like you know like this time the reason I wanted to do the first half is because one I rather let myself get frustrated with traffic because even though yeah I can get a bit mean yeah I don't get Joseph mean see I don't think I'm that bad I think I've gotten better about it um, I don't know. I'd rather deal my anger than, like, your anger. <laughs> I mean, my anger is just one of those... I feel like my anger gets comical after a while. Like, my frustration turns funny. To you? I think to a lot of people. Not to me. Really? No. I think it's because you gotta... Like, you get worried about it, but it's like, I'm fine. Because you like, escalate, y'all. But what do I escalate to? Where? How far can I escalate when I'm just angry at a car in front of me? No, I Like, I ain't gonna get out of the car. Uh, you could. Really though? <laughs> like really though. I don't know, the car could piss you off that much, you could do it. I don't think I have it in me. You could do it. I don't think I have it in me to have that type of road rage. <laughs> <laughs> um no, but and the other reason is because I have really shitty eyes. You do have horrible I will yeah. admit to that. I have like astigmatism, so I can only drive for a certain amount of time in the night. Even mm-hmm. though I wear contacts, I still have shitty like like vision, and I'm, that's why I do the first half. Because I was like, if I if I drive the whole night, I'm yeah. gonna be like, are we are we near? Yeah, we would have straight up had like a Mr. Magoo situation. That was not gonna be positive. <laughs> um, but it's all good. I ain't hating on it. Like I don't want you being like on Morocco mole out here, like trying to squint and find things. Because we were where at Lost Hills, and I was like, where is it? And it's, like, right in my face. Yeah, that was a little, like, I was like, yeah, we definitely need to switch. Because I was like, it's right there. Like, literally, like, just follow cars in front of you. Like, we're all getting up at the same spot. Oh, my gosh. But I don't know. I, I mean, I like doing road trips. I'm a fan of them. Because I think you learn about people really quickly. Yeah. Like... 
you kind of learn like little things that they do that like quite frankly like I know there's certain things that I've picked up from like doing road trips with people like uh-huh. I picked up like uh, energy drinks and uh, sunflower seeds to like keep me awake from my brother Tom I was gonna say you did that you got that from Tom yeah cause we clown on each other a lot but like on the real that was like Cause you need something to like keep you stimulated. And I was gonna ask, what does sunflower seeds do to you? Because it keeps it... you stimulated. Cause like you're constantly popping something into your mouth. You're chewing. Like you're you're staying awake. You having to do something. Oh, got it. Um, and then with the energy drink, that shit just like keeps you fucking amped. Nah. Um, I am happy. I'm glad that Bang Energy Drink exists. I'm not a big fan that they like support uh, a dude who literally calls out to Ukraine. I just spilled myself. You just smelt yourself? Spilt on myself, Oh, uh, that's a bummer. Anyway, sorry. But, I don't know. I think it's one of those... I like Bang Energy drinks. They're really good. Um, but I've never had them before a workout, so I don't know how well that does. Excuse me. We're getting real. We are. Yeah. Burping. Yeah. You might just hear me go delirious. It's all good if you do. I'll start singing Baby Shark again. Yeah, that's a little weird. <laughs> when you start busting out into Baby Shark, that's, that's not a good sign. When I start belting out kids' songs. I mean, it's all good. But I don't know. I think, like, with, like, what is, like, the one thing you've learned from, like, friends on a road trip? Like, to help you get through? Tell me get through? Yeah. Music? Yeah, but, like, I mean, with music, though, like... There are certain jams you can have going. Okay, but. you can't be giving me Because by the Beatles while we're driving at night. Yeah. Like, I need, like, fucking Michael Jackson and uh, Janet Jackson scream, like, going on. Because I'm just like, oh, okay. I've never been a fan of that song. I know you said you're not a fan of it, but for me, it's kind of like, I'm okay with it. I just need something to keep me up. Like, that's why I listen to, like, 70s music. Yeah, like, you get some hip-hop going. I ain't gonna lie, like, I'm a big fan of hip-hop, guys, and, uh, I don't sweat the technique, um, on it, but it's definitely one of those where I think if you have, like, a good, like, jam in the background for your stuff, it definitely makes a road trip a hell of a lot easier. I also find it hilarious for our directions, uh, on this, it straight up just says, like, stay on 5 North going straight for a hundred miles, like, just in case if you forgot after uh, mile 98, just keep going straight, guys. <laughs> Can't uh, get lost. What else? What did I pick up? Music. I didn't pick up any, like, staying up things because mm-hmm. I'm just like, oh, okay, I'm good. Like, when I'm behind the wheel, I'm like, okay, I'm awake. Like, I think you have to be. I've never met, like, I don't know. I Granted, I've never met a narcoleptic or, like, someone who like really could fall asleep doing shit like this um but that's fucking terrifying on a real like to know someone could fall asleep behind a wheel like it's happened i mean it has it's happened to me once you fall asleep behind a wheel i almost did it was it was bad i've never been in that like that exhausted um but we'll we'll take a quick break and uh, we'll get back into it because I got like a good story about like almost falling asleep behind a wheel, but it goes like way more in depth. It wasn't even on a road trip too. Like, but it's just one of those cause uh, we got basketball coming up and it happened right after an intramural basketball game. So we'll talk a little bit about that, um, that we got coming up on Sunday. 
our basketball game and then this uh, ridiculous story about almost falling asleep behind the wheel. So we'll get in that, but first we gotta take a quick brief break so I can pay for these coffees. And now, Jose con F paga su café. Christina, don't you hate it when you're shaving your pubes and you almost cut your balls? Oh yeah. It's the worst. It hurts. But guess what they've made? What? Manscaped. That's right. Manscaped. You don't have to worry about worrying about cutting your balls anymore. Thank it cuts God. the pubes, not the balls. Thank God. And it's a big fear, but Manscaped 2.0, these guys have come up with the state of the art. Basically, the lawnmower for your pubes. Nice. And it's, it saves time. It keeps your pubes looking great. You could do the Gumby look. You can rock it with, you know, just so many styles. You could go to Shaved. Rock the Michael Jordan if you need to down there. All right? Everyone knows it makes the branches look bigger when you trim the bush. Can't wait to not get any nicks or cuts on my balls. Right? It is just, it's uh, it's a game changer. I'm not going to lie. And for the ladies, too. I know we say manscaping, but really, there's womenscaping, too. Have fun with it. Make a design, okay? Zig Have the zag, print symbol down there if you want. Tree, star. All right? There's a lot of options, fire. okay? Yeah. Me, I like sometimes doing uh, the etching in my name just to mix it up. <laughs> You know, or uh, if for, for those of you right now who are into the hocus pocus thing, just put ice. If you get that reference, you'll appreciate it. But Manscaped, it's a huge game changer. Get out there, purchase it. Uh, we'll have uh, the promo out there, guys. All right, so we back. We're still on the road. Hey, um, we have 98 miles, guys. Woo! Getting closer. Not really. We have 151 miles, but. Shit. <laughs> Still getting closer. Yeah. Um, but, all right. So, let me tell you this time. Now, um, I, we got intramural basketball coming up. Keep in mind. Hey. Uh, Team No Chemistry playing at 645 out in West Anaheim. Woo. For y'all to want a good laugh, come on out. Watch some grown-ass men in their early 30s and late 20s that are extremely out of shape. Try to play 40 minutes of basketball. It'll be entertaining. Um, but yeah, so we got that going down. But I got a crazy story about right after I was probably, I think, 20, 21 at the time. And uh, Christina, are you familiar with wax? Wax? Like wax, like uh, THC, like wax. like Oh, sure. So a buddy of mine, um, actually both of them were named Steven. So it's kind of pretty easy to remember. Stefan. The one was Stefan and another one was Stephen. <laughs> one was with a B and one was with a PH. Um, but anyways, Stefan um, gave Stephen and I, after we played an intramural basketball game, we won the game and he's like, hey, yo, y'all want to like try wax? And for me, like I smoked weed in college. So I was like, yeah, why not? Like I smoke weed all the time. Like I'll be okay. We did wax. It was like by far the weirdest thing because he brought out like a blowtorch for it. What the fuck? Yeah, like homeboy like didn't fuck around with wax. Like that dude was like, this shit's gonna hit hard. Um, so I took like, and he was like, yeah, like, you know, just hit it like you normally do. So I was like, all right, dope. I took way too hard of a hit. And so on the, and this is the only time I thought I was like scared I may pass out behind the wheel. 
because I hit it so hard, my whole body felt like it was on a cloud. Oh. Like that shit hit hard. We were chilling. I felt so relaxed. My buddy Steven and I, we started driving back and to get on to like, we were like, should we get on the five freeway? And we thought we were like speeding through on the streets. <laughs> we were going 25 miles per hour. <laughs> and our asses thought we were flying. So needless to say, wax is no joke. Like if you don't do wax, like just stay at home. Like don't do shit. Like you cannot drive on that shit. Like your ass should just stay planted. But it was the only time I think I've ever been behind a wheel where I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> like, I've literally felt like it was an out-of-body experience while still in my body. And that's been my only fear of ever falling asleep behind a wheel. But I look back on it now and go like, I don't know if I would do that again. Like, I think there was a lot of risks I took in my early 20s of like, I would get behind a wheel mm -hmm. at the worst times. <laughs> Like, and it made no sense. Cause like in my mind, I'm like, I had Uber. And like, I think that was the one luxury I did have when I lived in DC is you have to take a Metro or walk. Uh -huh. I've like straight up walked through like parts of DC. I probably should not have been in uh -huh. at certain hours of the night that I clearly should not have been there. But it turned out okay. Cause I think ultimately, um, just people don't mess with it. If you don't start no shit, there won't be no shit. Like, and that's just kind of the reality. But I think that's kind of how it goes sometimes. Like, I've definitely been in predicaments where I'm like, oh, I should not be here. And I think intuition gets me out of it. Yeah. Like, where I just, like, anticipate something. And I go, yo, we got to go. Oh, yeah. And then I find out later on, like, hey, yo, it's a good thing you left at that time. That party got broken up. Or, like, hey, so-and-so got, like, God doing some shit. Like... And I think that's like a big difference. Like, how many times have you been at a party where you just felt like, oh, we need to leave? Like, have you had that moment? I actually was at a party when it got broken up. See, like, all right. I've had those moments where I've been there. Yeah. Uh, but then at other times, like, I've left right before, and then I'll hear a story after, and I'd be like, oh, shit. I left, like, right before that. That's hilarious. Um. It's not like something like stupid crazy, but mm -hmm. all I can think of is like a party and just the, like a Bubba's party and like all the all co-workers and then it wasn't me, but I've heard stories where like, oh yeah, apparently there was an orgy and then like this hey, shit. People like, say shit like that though and most of the time it's just like a few people were like making out on a couch. And like it didn't get much further, or like you saw, they saw like three people go into a bedroom. Yeah. And it's like, oh, stuff was about to go down. But I never had those moments where intuition, like if anything, yeah. intuition would be more like, oh, hey, I should do this, or this sounds like a great idea. Yeah. Or, oh, should I shouldn't, I should go home. Yeah. I don't know. I never had those crazy stories like you. You, alright, so, you know, <laughs> here's, like, this is probably one of, like, the oddest ones, because this goes back, I was, like, 12 at this time, so you can't fault me for this, I was just young and horny, alright, so I was 12, 
Um, I forget who threw a party. Someone threw a party. I think it was Melissa Stafford. Uh-huh. And sure enough, like, it was a pretty good turnout. Um, I ended up going. Um, Pat Alejandrino went, too, because he had, like, a big crush on Melissa. Wasn't it the graduation party? Nah. This no, was that's crap. when they broke up, right? Nah, that was, like, first of all... Oh, like, wait, they never were together. Yeah, like, they went on, like, one date. And it was, like, the weirdest situation. But, like... Anyways. <laughs> so, this is the funniest thing with all this. Because, like... And this was, like... I think we were in 7th grade. We weren't even in 8th grade yet. Oh, okay. So, like I said, I was, like, 12. I was, like, 12... Yeah, 11, 12 years old. And, like, 11, 12-year-old... Just literally... When you're 11, 12 years old, you're just a walking boner. Like, you're not, like, fully functioning knowing shit. Like... You're just a walking boner at that point. Like, you're hitting... Your hormones have hit. Like... And I hit puberty early. So, I just had raging hormones running through me. And this is when I realized, I'm like... Oh. Because, like, I didn't get cop blocked. But, like, Patrick Alejandrino just had to ruin it for us. Uh-oh. So, we're at Melissa Stafford's party. He's clearly crushing on her. And there was an opportunity for us to kind of, like, sneak away to go upstairs. And, like, Stephanie was like, oh, let's go upstairs. Oh, you didn't say who? And Melissa was like, oh, let's go upstairs, too. Like, so... And then Pat's, like, with me. Because I have Pat as, like, a wingman. I'm like, yo, let's go up there. So we start walking up the stairs. And Pat, like, hits this thing. And it falls. And then, like, parents come out. And they were like, hey, we thought we told you guys you can't go upstairs. And I was like, shit, we were so close. Like, because clearly, like, we were going to go up there to do some shit. Like, you don't go up and be like, nah, we're good. And then just go back downstairs. Um, but at the same time, I look back on it and go like, yeah, I've been in situations where, frankly, probably not a good situation to be in. Um, and it always happened around that age. Like, I would, I would say between the ages of 11 to 14, I was put in situations, like, sexually where... I clearly was, like, not in a proper element. Mm -hmm. And I think people just, like, assumed, like, because physically I appeared like I should be, mm -hmm. that mentally I would also be there. And it's a lot harder to get past that, like, mentally. Yeah. Like, and I think to a certain degree, like, I, I would follow through with some. But then there are others where I look back on it and I go like, AL, that was like a weird experience. And I don't wish it on anybody. Yeah. Like, or it was awkward. It's like, oh, hey, if like you do this, like you can make out with my friend. And it's like, uh, first of all, I'm going to make out with your friend regardless. Um, the fact that you're trying to give me like incentive base for it is a little creepy. Why do you want to watch that shit? Mm -hmm. Like, y'all got some issues. Um, but yeah, like, I look back on it, it's like, shit, like, some older people, like, older women were weird as shit around me, like, 16 to, like, 19-year-old women when I was that age were weird as fuck. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't understand why I would, like, be gravitating towards that life, too, because I was like, oh, some of them are kind of nice. Like, I knew very well between, like, those ages and my early years, like, I was just dumb. Like, I didn't think, sh I was socially dumb. I just, like, had trust in everybody mm -hmm. when I clearly shouldn't have. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, but I think, like, you kind of got sheltered from stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Like, and I think that's kind of a blessing that you had. Where, for me, like... 
That's the only reason why he's with me, guys. <laughs> no, because like for me, like I feel like there's certain limits I have for myself now to where I just go like, nope, ain't gonna do it. Like because of that shit. Like I look back at it and go like, oh, like one of my like first kisses was like in a church. Like that's not a good like start to like. Because it just creates this weird, like, conundrum of, like, how you're supposed to feel about it. Oh, I was like, my first kiss was in front of the Disneyland Castle, so... How old were you? I was 18. See, here's the thing, like, you say shit like that and it makes me sound like a fucking hoodlum. <laughs> of, like... Whoa, come on, let's be real here, you are! But, I mean, like, you are, you're walking around like, I'm a little doo-wop. Like, nothing bad happened to me. Meanwhile, like, I'm like a hooligan over here. Just, like, <laughs> straight up, like, yeah. I mean, I was, like, in fifth grade. Well, you mentioned, like, I'm sheltered, you know. Like, I didn't, you know. But I feel like, for me, it wasn't, like, I went out. I didn't seek it. And I think, for me, is I, I think the one luxury I did have growing up is... I had enough self-awareness to be very confident in myself. Like, I never had a worry of, like, I hope people accept me. Like, I just was like, I'm going to do me. If you don't like me, I don't care. I'm going to keep doing me. Yeah. Because I like me some me. I'm not to the point where I could be, like, egotistical. Like, I don't listen back to these podcasts after edits and once they're presented to the people like so when people come up to me and tell me a joke or send me stuff from things I talked about on previous podcasts like I appreciate it I love it because I'm like thank you guys for listening that's fantastic but dude I'm a straight clown I like tell fucking jokes all the time on whatever I don't care. So when they, like, come up to me with, like, a bit I said or something that I came up with, like, I love that you guys appreciate it and that you found it funny or that you found it amusing or that you think it's a good line. Like, use it. That's what it's here for. That's why we're, like, archiving this shit. Like, at the end of the day, I forget most of my good bits. And, like, some of my bad bits are ones that, like, I easily remember. Yeah. Um, and like it's the fine. Fleetwood Mac one? My Fleetwood Mac bits, I think you don't like them because you've heard them so often. Um, but they're good bits. I think people have heard them before, too. We've used them in these shows. Um, I have a, a new one that I've been using pretty recently where uh, if I have to tear up a piece of paper at work, I say, my puns aren't just bad. They're terrible. Oh, God. And I tear a piece of paper. Um, which, by the way, y'all can use it. It's a funny one. If you're ever around the office and you're like, I need a good pun. Terrible jokes. Literally and figuratively. Um, but they work. People like them. People laugh. They giggle. Um, I don't know. Like, I think there's certain jokes that I appreciate more than others. Yeah. Like, and there's certain jokes that I don't mind using. Um, but I don't know. Like, I also realize I curse a lot. Yeah, you do. And I don't really care as much. And that's why we tell people, like, there's mature content in this. It's primarily just because, like, I don't trust a person if they can't tell, like, a dick or pussy joke. And I don't trust a person that tries to work PG. Mm. Like, I don't like it. Like, don't get me wrong. I could do the whole, like, oh, son of a biscuit-eating basketball player from Milwaukee. 
or like yeah, you but know. it's still not fun it's like son of a bitch right like there's certain like certain curse words just hit different like they just slap harder than others just slap like slap yeah like if I say fuck it doesn't even need to be provoked but at the same time like so I think it also depends on inflection for a lot of things. Like, we got into that discussion last week with Balik about bet. And uh, it's a lot of based on, ref- like, inflection. Because, like, you could say anything and make it sound inappropriate. Like, give me any word. I guarantee you I can make it sound. Like, even if it's, like, wholesome. Dog. Dog! See? See? Or uh, give me, like, a, give me any, like, type of uh, candy. Unicorn. Unicorn? Listen here, little unicorn. See? See? It can sound bad. It's not that you mean it in a derogatory way, but, like, if you just use it that way, like, that little motherfucking unicorn. Like, I don't know what unicorn is supposed to mean there, but clearly out of context. Oh, man, I just thought of it. Right? <laughs> right? Like, it sounds like it could be bad. Um, and yeah, like it didn't even have anything to do with anything being bad. It's just, it sounds like it could be bad. And it just depends on like inflection of how you do it. Like some people do it better than others too. Um, to make sure that like they know like, oh, this is what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, like also I think it's with names too. Like did your parents ever use your full name to like when you were in trouble? No, what they would do is they would uh, give that stern voice, like that really firm, like you know, like you're you fucked up. Yeah. Like, Christina. And I'm like, ah. See, here's the thing. Like, so we both go by our middle names too, which I find like kind of bizarre. Because like, if you meet anybody, like I was like mentioning at the top of this show, I was like, hey, don't be like confused if my dad calls me Mike during the time we're interviewing together. Yeah. Because I grew up being Mike. Like, you met me as Mike. Yeah, and I call you by Mike. We had this conversation on our, like, first date. Yeah. <laughs> like, what should I call like, you? Because, like, I feel like people get confused because, like, well, the show's called A Cup of Joe. Why don't you just go by Joe? And I get it because we're Joe and the Creamers. Like, the Creamers make the show. Y'all make it sweet. I'm just a dark roast. I'm not a Creamer. You're, you're part of the Creamers. Which one am I? I mean, we haven't given you an official nickname, but you can be what you want. We got hazelnut. We got French vanilla. Which one do you want to be? You can choose whatever. You can choose whatever creamer you want to be. You can be, be peppermint. You I don't want to be a creamer. You can be caramel macchiato. No, I want to be cinnamon. You could. You could be cinnamon. That's fine. You can be cinnamon cream. That's a thing. Sure. It's a cinnamon cream. They got those. I want it to be just the. St- You're like a little pumpkin spice. I'm not basic. First of all. Pumpkin spice is basic. It's delicious. It's what it is. People love it. Okay? Seasonal. Doesn't come around a lot. But when it does, people appreciate it. Meanwhile, uh, Gracie is licking her mouth right now. Yo, Gracie got some fun. She fed her a cupcake. Yeah, yeah I This did. is on you. All right? She, <laughs> she doing her own thing. Granted, like, the end of the day, it is what it is. Like, But I don't know. I think overall, like, so the way we started this was... Going to parties, doing wax, craziness. If you're fucking tired, just don't drive. But yeah, like, don't drive when you're tired. Don't do crazy shit like I did. Um, and come out and see us play intramural basketball. It's some wholesome fun. I guarantee you will enjoy watching us play basketball. 
Um, it's gonna be funny. If anything, bring your cameras. Alright, we gonna put on a show for y'all. Um, I haven't played in ages. I think it's been like, what? Like four or five months since I played? It's been a year, babe. No, like it's been a year since we've done League, but I've done Pickup. Oh, okay. And like in Pickup games, though, it's been a hot a hot minute. Yeah. Um, since I've played. And I don't know how I'm gonna do. We'll see. It'll be fun. Yeah, it'll be interesting. That's why so. you should come. Yeah, come out and see it. We're gonna be at the West Anaheim... Uh, youth Center let's, off of Beach Boulevard. Let's see if Joe uh, fucks up. <laughs> I probably will. I'm going to mess up a few plays. It's going to be all right, though. But come on out. I'm excited for it. Um, I guess we got to take a musical break because hey. why not? Y'all like music. They Yay. like music. Yeah. We're going to take a music break. Stay tuned. Ladies and gentlemen, are you trying to get yourself in better shape? Well, Malik, how about we tell them about Sweet Lou? Well, Sweet Lou is a former ex-NFL football player for the Los Angeles Rams. Vegan, 62 years old, has a 10-pack basically, but work your back. Great man. Check him out. So go reach out to Sweet Lou. We'll definitely put his plug out there. And check him out on Game Changers. Mm-hmm. He just came out about vegan-based athletes. So definitely make sure you watch that. He's honestly, he's helped all of us improve at one point in our careers, whether it be athletically or just to be a better person. But he's a great guy. Man is just insanely in shape. Uh, it's it's ungodly. So definitely go check him out and, you know, definitely invest if you want to be a better athlete. Increase your vertical, increase your speed. Just, you know, be the best you can be. Mm-hmm. Yep. So check out Sweet Lou, guys. Alrighty guys, so it's Christina's Corner. I just decided that Christina's Corner is just a segment to roast on Joe. Yeah. Get ready folks, cause this cup of Joe's about to get dark. Dark roast that is. Oh my god. So, there is this meme on, I think it was Facebook that I tagged Joe in it, or Mike. I'm gonna call him Mike, so I'm sorry. Everyone that's gonna get confused. Uh, that was like a text message between a husband and a wife and the husband's like hey I took out the trash and the wife's like oh well I cleaned the the living room I washed the dishes I vacuumed I did this and that and this and that's basically the epitome of my life um he gets so excited over doing one simple thing in the house and I'm just like, bro, I, I did everything else. Can we celebrate the fact, though, that I at least do some little things? With, okay, here, let me change this. He does something when I have to tell him. Hey, I've done, I've watered the plants while you've been neglecting them lately. We have a dog. Yeah, we still have plants. I've been trying to not neglect them, okay? Yeah, but do yeah. you Do you talk to them? Yeah, I do. I don't hear you. Uh, first of all, I greet them every morning. Okay? I water them. By the way, we need your parents to water them this weekend. <laughs> like, I totally forgot about that. I know. Like, I was like, Saturday, yeah, they shit. need to be watered. Um, see? So you call me out on this stuff, but like, I remember these things. And I feel like I'm doing a fairly good job of being but here's a good the dog thing dad. Too. And here's like, the thing, too. Picking up. If you clean the house or the apartment one time, 
And he's like, he wants the praise. He gets all excited. I fucking tell him, hey, I cleaned everything. Okay, baby, thank you. Great. Yeah, bye. Yeah. Because I don't get... You don't throw me like a fucking parade if I yeah, do it. Yeah, because you don't throw me a fucking parade. Okay. But, at the end of the day... I need words of affirmation here. Oh, dear God. Like... I do this thing so I could be like, oh my gosh, the apartment looks so great. But no, it's like, hey, did you see this? Oh, yeah. Cool. All right. Side note, because your mom does a lot of cleaning. Yeah, but the so, things that I go. For the things uh, that I do. Yeah. Whenever I do it. It's like, oh yeah, cool. I will great. say, I was very proud of myself of being able to finally organize my clothes and kind of declutter and organize, like, my drawers. Because I only have, like, three drawers, I realize. Yeah, you do. I don't... You have a majority of our drawers when I thought about it. And I'm like, oh, dear God. Like, she took... Like, most of our stuff... Like, I realized if I were to, like, get kicked out of our apartment, I could probably pack up in less than an hour. Yep. Like, it wouldn't take long. I Basically, mean, I want to say a good 90% of the stuff that's in the apartment is, is mine. It, yeah. <laughs> like, I honestly, I'm just there. Yours is the TV. And uh, even with that, like, it's not a lot. Uh, the dining table. Yeah. Um, the record player. I feel like the big things. Oh, and the couch. Yeah, the big things in our apartment. Our stuff that I brought. Yeah. But, like, our whole bedroom. Like, That's mine. majority yours. Our living room is a majority of mine because it is shelves. Yeah. And then the couch and record player. And then we went and got those, like, coffee tables and things. But. Yeah. Um, I will say, like, it's definitely, it's an odd split on the stuff we have in our But your couch room. needed some tender, loving care. That couch has been through war. Um, I'm pretty sure at one point, someone at a house party of ours had sex on that couch in a pull-out bed. Yeah, my so mom was like... So I refused to pull out that bed. My mom was like, oh my gosh. And I'm like, yeah, no, no, no. no. You know, that couch is, uh... It's seen a lot of shit it should not have seen. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I'll, I'll tell you the story of that. No, um, I don't want to Outside of, uh... Outside of Christina's Corner. But what else you got for Christina's Corner besides trying to roast me? Because No, that's that's it. It's been bugging me, the fact that it's like, oh, yeah, great. And it's like, okay, the so, fuck? All right, but I think it's also, like, comes to the discussion then of, all right, like, when we have conversations, like, I think it's difficult sometimes for relationships if you don't constantly reaffirm of what your love languages are. Because they can change. They can vary. Um, and it just depends on what your tops are. Um, and so if you want that affirmation, but you're not making it clear, like... Well, you told me words of affirmation is your thing. So that's why I'm just like, you did great, babe. Or, you know, like, I'm not going to be yeah. throwing, like, I'm not a huge, like, party thrower, like, at well, work where I'm like, that. yeah, babe. Like, woo. Like, well, and I think it's one of those where for, <laughs> I think I've gotten to a point now, too, where I've just been so kind of like... Yeah, that's just where we're at. But then I feel like I don't go too, like, woo on it because you kind of put yourself down on it when I tell you or when I give you words of affirmation. So I'm just like, okay, cool. I think I've gotten to a point where I, I have to learn how to accept compliments better 
because I have such a high expectation for myself yeah. and other people around me. Yeah, we had that conversation. I we had to have that conversation. Yeah, I I've come to the realization that uh, my expectations for myself can't also be placed onto other people. Apparently. Yes. Um, I expect a lot out of myself, and I expect myself to pick up things pretty quickly and to understand things pretty quick and to put it all together. And apparently, you can't demand that out of other people. You no. have to, like, hold their hand and guide them through and make them feel special because you're all my special little snowflakes. Well, by the way, if it wasn't for, like, changing my high expectations that I had, I wouldn't be dating you. I mean, wh- let's just be quite honest. You've, like, explained to me the guys that you've dated <laughs> before me. I am clearly a fucking upgrade. No, you are an upgrade. And that's not even, like, an egotistical thing. Like, that's just me going, like, yeah, out of those, clearly I'm, like, not. Like, there's a reason why the parents met me. You are an upgrade, but at the same time, you're not at, like, standard level that I had. Because like, I had a fucking, like, high standard. Clearly, you've been dating below that standard you but had, then though. I, I wasn't dating. They were all fuck buddies. So, of yeah. course, I'm going to go low standard. Come on. Fuck buddies. But dating-wise, like, I... The reason, like, I never... I didn't yeah. date for that long is because of my high standards. Like, oh, you didn't go to school. Or, uh, uh, you're working here. I don't want to. Or, like, your car. <laughs> First of all, <laughs> I feel like I get artist exemption for my car. No. Because one, like that car has been through a war with me and it's, I'm like, I'm very frugal. Guys, it's a really fucked up piece of shit. Because I'm frugal and I feel like you can drive something literally into the ground before you have to get something different. By the way, that's a whole other situation. The thing that he is frugal, like that's another thing. But here's the, <laughs> all right, one, I get why you're frugal, but god damn it. Like, you can fucking, like, spend a little. <laughs> um, but here's my mentality of that. And it's one to where I think people, like, assume, like, I didn't grow up with money on why I'm so frugal. No, we had money. The difference is, is the way you get to keep money is by not spending money. And so my mom taught me that. Like, my mom, I think... My mom and dad both grew up relatively low-income households. Um, So it wasn't, like, the easiest silver spoon upbringing. Um, But they still went to private schools. They grew up in Southern California. So it wasn't like they were, like, it was rough. Like, it wasn't that hard. Like, they they had it rough, but, like, they always... the means, The means were met. Not like with, like, my dad fucking, like, came from El Salvador with yeah, $5 like, in his yeah, wallet. Yeah, it wasn't like, a, like, yeah, like, it wasn't like a Tony Montana struggle type thing. Like, your parents had to go through with, like, the El Salvador to America and, like, work really hard as a first generation. Like, my parents had the benefit of being kind of that next generation after the first generation and them wanting a little bit more for them. Yeah. Um, and they've, they've made the most of their lives and they've done very well for themselves. My father's retired. My mother probably will never retire because she's a workaholic. Um, hey, that sounds familiar. I know. I've definitely got that from my mom. Um, I love working. I like having a lot of, like, irons in the fire. Which kind of sucks in, like, our relationship because I am very, like... I mean, What's you're involved my... in this. Iron. No, I know, but I mean, like, what, um, what, like, what, um, 
language is that quality time like yeah. one of my biggest love languages is quality time I like spending time with my significant other I like you know dedicating time together and, and it's kind of difficult with like your job so yeah. like we've had our issues and it's it's still a work in progress but well and I think that's like one thing that like especially like I think a lot of couples go through that um, especially like at this part in your life like anyone who's like in their like mid to late 20s like if you're not single and you're really with someone it's either one gonna start getting very serious and you have to have those discussions about your career and how you two want to develop with each other and if you want children and how many children you want and you also have to keep in mind like the closer you get to 30 and especially for men, and I say this for men because I've had these experiences, um, they're, the quality that's out there of single women once you get into your 30s kind of boils down to these three. One, they're traumatized and have PTSD from a long list of bad relationships. And they are going to be very hesitant on getting involved into anything serious without there being a long showing of commitment and of emotional knowledge and social involvement. Hey, that sounds familiar. And then, so that's one. Um, Two is she might have a kid. You got to rule that in. You get to your 30s, like chances are if they're single, they got a baby daddy somewhere. And that kid's around, and you just got to understand that, like, if baby daddy's out of the picture, you're committed. You're in that shit. If you're going to date her, you're dating the family. Like, you can't date a single mom and not expect, like, you can't steal the relationship without the with the, without the kid. Like, you got to acknowledge the kid's going to be there. Uh-huh. So, that's the other one. And then the third one is, she's divorced, and she's crazy. Like, that's, it is what it is. I don't think you can not go a little crazy after a divorce. Uh-huh. It's inevitable. Uh-huh. You're just going to go crazy a little bit. Uh, it's like any bad breakup. Like, and imagine, like, because people go crazy over a breakup. Like, keep in mind, if you got married, you signed a contract with the state and another person. Like, if that shit don't drive you a little crazy, like, if you wrote vows to that person and then they went hey I'm taking half and I'm no longer happy with you and I'm fucking Kyle like (laughs) you're gonna be like well fuck Kyle and what the hell's your problem I know we went to that but not a tangent but let's move on but I really think Christina Corner Christina's Corner is more like how's our relationship doing kind of (laughs) yeah uh, where are we at now with our relationship? What do you think? I mean, I think the ebbs and flows. I think we have really great days, and I think there's days to where, you know... Like, Fuck off, Mike! Yeah, and it happens. Like, I think it's one of those where... Anyway, if I ever meet someone who goes like, my relationship, we don't, we don't really argue in my relationship. It's like, well, you should. Well, here's the thing. I had a friend ask me, like, oh, like, have you guys argued? And I'm like... We don't necessarily argue. We have discussions. Here's the thing, though. That all right? It's the same. That's like a like 
politically correct way of saying we argue. But we're not, like, fucking screaming at the top of our lungs. Well, yeah, we're not, like, fucking hood rats, like, running around <laughs> being like, Fuck you, Denise! Oh, like yesterday? Dude, straight up, I don't know what the hell that was. I was like, what? Low-key, so, though, I want to get into another segment called Funny Shit I've Heard at Our Apartment. But, Because uh, that shit, like, cracks me up. I'm going to tell y'all some of these stories after Christina's Corner. Because some of this shit is hilarious. And mind you, we live in a pretty decent city. Yeah, we live in Fullerton. It's yeah. a nice city. It's not bad at all. But, uh, yeah, our relationship, yeah. I think we're good. I think we're cool. There's moments. Mm-hmm. Maybe where we want to choke each other out, but, you know. Especially now that we're parents. Yeah. I think that that's another thing, too, with relationships is you start learning when you become like involved with another life of how you two need to like communicate and how well you can work well together or how badly it can go. Yeah. Because everything from finances to like care for the living being, um, especially like, like clearly with the baby, but even with the pet, like, it's kind of like constantly having a baby. Yeah. That's never going to grow up. Like, yeah. And you just have to acknowledge that. Woo, we don't get talkbacks. We don't. That's well, the, she talks back to you, but... She barks back. That's pretty much it. No, yeah. We got a little bit of bark back. But that's because, like, she's a spoiled brat and she knows it. And she tries to challenge me. That's why she always wants to see you. Like, it's... And uh, I get it. Like, she's... That, like, you're her favorite. Well, here's the thing. We, I was it. discussing it with my family. I really think it would have been different if you were the one that picked her up. hmm You know? I really... I really do think things would have been extremely different if you were the one that picked her up and not me. Yeah. You know? So... Because she was a scared dog. Mm-hmm. And so I had to kind of, like, carry her. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry, pumpkin. Like, you know. Mm-hmm. And then she met you after. Yeah. So I really do think that's that's something to really think about. I like, think why? She, I think she trusts me. Because, like, when you're not there and we're out there and I'm having to, like, walk her a bit without you. Uh-huh. Or when we're, like, just out and about and you're not around or she, like, wants to lie on me. Like, when you're away. Like, she's fine with it. Yeah. Well, I think deep down, she's like, when's mom coming home? Except for brushing teeth. Yeah. She's like, dad's my homie. <laughs> no, it's like brushing teeth. She's fine with me when we do baths. She's fine with, like, taking naps with me. And just being there while you're away. Meanwhile, she's taking a nap right now. Yeah, like, she's just... It's one of those where we have, like, tendencies of, like, being able to be good with each other. Yeah. Yeah, there's certainly times where I'm like, oh, like, yeah, it's not easy. Like, I don't get it. Like, when people are like, oh, man, you'll know. Like, I didn't think, like, there were certain times, because, like, I've changed, like, my niece's diapers. And, like, yeah. you know, it's one of those where it's like, yeah, but there's no bond there. And if it smells, you acknowledge it, it smells. But, like, when Gracie takes a shit, if it smells, I don't really, like, care. I'm just like, yeah. We're just, like, like observing it. Like, yeah. oh, did she poop enough? Yeah, it's like, good job. You did a good poop. Or, like, yesterday I was like, oh, she pooped three times. Yep. 
But like, I think with the kid too, it's like when it's your kid, like even more so, it's like, yeah, that shit don't stink. Oh yeah, no. I pick out her her eye boogers. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't fucking care. Like. But that's like another thing. I think like with kids, it's just a whole different dynamic. But yeah, can't wait for uh, Jamal. Yeah, uh, Marcus good old Jamal Holbrook. Marcus. Yeah. <laughs> First of all, if that does become like if we have a son i think we're like obligated now for how many times we've mentioned <laughs> it that may have to be his name like it's gonna be on the internet people are gonna be like hey it better be baby jamal <laughs> i was saying jermaine first of all jermaine's i, I hate to say it but that a black ass name <laughs> that is like i if right if, in if we have twins it's jermaine and tito You guys like the Jackson 5? Who? What? What? Who's the Jackson 5 you're talking about? What? When you named your kid Jermaine and Tito and don't know about the Jackson 5? Yeah. They're just good names. It was on the baby list. Oh, God. First of all, I don't know <laughs> where Tito would rank on the baby list. The worst names to give your kid. Like. Wait, what did Jermaine name his kids? I don't know. He had weird names for them. Everybody got weird names. And that family. After like the originals. Blanket. For not his real name. <laughs> I don't know. He's literally like uh, Michael Joseph Jackson the second. Oh. Blanket's like literally the second. Did and then his eldest Michael son. Joseph? Yeah, his name's Michael Joseph Jackson. That's what his... the fuck? Yeah. How are you not one of their kids? Joseph Michael. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's one of those things. You need to change it to Jackson. Joseph Jackson. Hard pass. Oh, Joe Jackson? <laughs> Can I beat our kids? No. They'll be they'll be very successful entertainers. Oh yeah, but they'll have terrible, you know, like Yeah, they'll just, you know, create Neverland Ranch and make billions of dollars. And apparently uh fiddle. Fiddle kids. little boys? Yep. I mean he made thriller. He made thriller. Can't hate on that. He made thriller, y'all. Anyway, so how's our relationship? It's there. It's good. Yeah. I think we finally hit that, like, how do you call it? Like, we were in our honeymoon phase, and now we're just kind of, like. We in this shit. Yeah. Yeah. We don't have as much sex anymore. We're kind of like, okay. I mean, we still have it. No, but we don't have it, like, every day. I mean, I think you hit a certain point, too, when you have, like, pets and, like, a living being in your house. Like, it kind of, like, I'm not saying it takes away from it, but you definitely have to plan out that shit. Yeah, because we don't want baby girl to be, like, traumatized. Yeah, and you have to, like, plan it out of, like, when you have time and, like, we're working crazy hours even more so now and... Like, then we have to take her on walks. We're trying to stay healthy and, like, go to the gym. So, I think there's a lot of factors that go into it. Yeah, being a parent is hard. I think it's in general. Like, the older you get, like, it starts becoming harder and, like, in relationships. Because, like, you keep it fresh. And even then, when you keep it fresh, it's, like, you want there to be, like, this sense of, like, okay, well, yeah. Like, but I totally get it now when people are, like, yeah, sometimes you got to, like, plan out date nights. Yeah, and that's why I'm like, okay, we have to do a date night. Like, I told him uh, today, I was like, this drive is our date night. It kind of <laughs> is. I mean. 
Like this is our this is our date night. Hey right, guys, welcome to our date night. Hey. The fun road trip. Yeah. I'm falling asleep. He's trying to stay awake. Just you know, fun adventures. I feel like I'm Cosby. We're we're doing some pillow talk. Is that talk. too soon for that joke? No. <laughs> I don't know, but You're I'm gonna say no. You're falling asleep while I'm awake. You know, just feeling like Cosby. Yeah, you know. Oh God. That sounds like a Cosby date. Yeah. Uh. I have uh, Gracie to uh, to keep me safe. Yeah, I know, right? While she's sleeping. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I get my pudding pops. <laughs> oh my god! Oh man, that was a really bad Cosby. But I'll take it. Oh my god. But anyways, um. But yeah, that's uh, Christina's corner. It's yeah. about roasting and relationships. Yeah. Yeah. Good so stuff. yeah. All right. So as I mentioned, we hear some crazy shit. At Piccadilly Square apartment. <laughs> I, and like, I, we keep the windows open. Again, I'm frugal. I don't like wasting monies. So if we don't have to run the air conditioning, we ain't running that shit. If we don't got to run the heater, we ain't running that shit. Windows stay open if it gets too hot. If you don't like it, tough, my apartment. Get the fuck out. I asked. When friends come, you always turn it up. Nevertheless. It's never off of requests. It's usually because of me. Because there's too many people in the damn house. I get hot. Um, <laughs> and I'll pay for it. Like, it's like, it's my fucking money. Um, oh, my God. But um, we keep the windows open. There was one, like, shit was, like, maybe 3.30 in the morning. Oh. And it was, like, late August, early <laughs> September. I'm talking, like, beginning of this show. Um, and I hear this homeboy outside. He's on his phone. Clearly this dude's doing a long-distance relationship that he should not have stayed in. But he's like, you can clearly tell by the conversation just out of context of what he's saying. Um, it's like clearly a girl being like, who the fuck is she? Like, why are you hanging out with her? Like, I just, I don't get it. Like, honestly, like, what? Like, how did you meet her? Like, what's the story? And you can clearly tell he's trying to, like, calm her ass down and make her feel okay while she's, like, clearly far away and they're not going to see each other to try to take it to Bone Town until, like, Thanksgiving. So they're in this weird predicament where he has... This is the best line I think I've ever heard <laughs> an 18-year-old say, Babe, babe, how can I even, like... We've never even been on an adventure together. Which, like, motherfucker, what, you on the fucking Hobbit? Like, an adventure together? Like, she ain't going to Mordor? Like, if you see a hot chick in your English 101 class, you gonna fuck her. That's gonna happen. That's college. I fucked some girls I didn't even like my freshman year of college. Simply because they were there and the opportunity arose for both of us. You need practice. All right, you 18 years, I was 17 when I started college. All right, there were some fine women that I had sex with that I clearly wasn't even legal to have sex with. Like, I was underage. That was some statutory shit they were doing. But shout out to them, they did it. We learned our shit. I got good at it too. You can vouch on that. Um, what about yesterday? What about yesterday? What about? No, no. The guy that was Oh, yeah, so yesterday, we got another dude, like, literally came out of nowhere, 
just saying some nonsense. And it was one to where, like, I'm in my bed trying to relax, and I just hear this dude go off. But it made no sense. Like, he just screamed out nonsense. And to a certain degree, I was a little worried, but then I'm like, ah, he's far enough away from our windows. Ain't nothing bad gonna happen. Um, the other weird one is I saw some random dude just swinging golf clubs. Okay. Just randomly. Like, just had a golf set, just swinging clubs. And I'm like, clearly he ain't even ready to go to the golf course. Oh, my God. I just remembered another story. I tell it. No, you have to tell it. It's the, the parking lot one. Which one? Oh! <laughs> oh! Don't, don't double charge me for that. Because I might just ask how much the ice was. Um, oh, okay. So, oh, this happened on Monday this week, y'all. We had a crazy Monday. Um, Christina got on mom mode, got worried. We had to go to the vet for Gracie. We'll talk about that separately. But we got back. A car space was parked in. Now, me, I'm not, I'm not usually this petty. But uh, if you park in my parking space... And I don't know your ass, and your ass ain't trying to get out there quickly. Oh, I'm gonna call the proper channels to get your car towed. I've been towed before for some nonsense, and I learned my lesson. It was an expensive lesson, but I learned it. Um, but yeah, so we're there. I'm getting livid. We called Fullerton PD, and shout out to Fullerton PD. They were very, very uh, complimentary. Helped us out through the process. We gave them the location. We gave them our parking space. We gave the license plate number. I was literally giving them the pin number as this young lady walks out and asks what I'm doing. And I'm like, you need to move your car. You're parked in our space. And she's clearly higher than a giraffe's <laughs> vagina. All right, that girl was higher than literally Cheech and Chong in an air balloon. <laughs> like, she did not know what the fuck was going on, but she was very apologetic. She was like, I'm so sorry, oh my god, I'm so sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Meanwhile, you could tell that these two, chivalry's dead with these two fuckers. They go, oh shit, yo, you almost got towed! And like, didn't give a fuck that if her car got towed, that they would have had to driven her ass to get that car. Because I wouldn't have given a fuck. I would have been like, that car's towed, good. And then if she tried to do some shit with ours, like, I don't give a fuck. Like, your ass got towed, and I will call the authorities on that shit. So, we end up getting in that situation. She moves her car, but when she backs up, she hits another car! She straight up did a hit and run in front of us after we tried to tow her ass. But I was like, you know what? She's high as fuck. She ain't gonna remember it. We know the license plate. We know the pin number. Like, it's one of those... And I, here's the thing why I canceled out. Because I've considered it karma. The car that got hit was parked in a no parking zone. Yeah. It said no parking. It had the lines dashed out. That's on them. That's not like, I don't care... It, it eventually it was gonna get hit. I just happy. I was happy it wasn't me that hit the car, but uh, it dented it. Um, hopefully people learn. Don't park in a no parking space and don't park in a space that's numbered and not yours. Just don't do it. 
Like, unless you want your ass told, just don't do it. Don't be stupid. People use your hands, okay? But it happens. But that's the craziness we have in our apartment, and I think that's just apartment living. When you live in an apartment, you come up with some crazy shit. People say some nonsense around you, and people do some weird stuff. Like we still swinging look golf balls. Yeah, like, first of all, like, it made no sense. He didn't even have golf balls. He just had the golf clubs. Oh. That was the weirdest thing. It's like he's practicing on a swing with no golf balls or anything, which I guess I'm kind of happy about because he's in our fucking parking lot, so God forbid he hits something. Um, but dude was just weird with it. Um, but you see some weird stuff. We do have some pretty, like, interesting neighbors. Um, like, we've, we've met our down-the-hall neighbor who has also a chihuahua who's, like, really infatuated with Gracie. Gracie's infatuated with him, though. Yeah, they got a weird thing going on. I think it's because they both chihuahuas. Yeah. They're like, hey, you look like me, but fatter. <laughs> and he's like, hey, you look like me, but skinnier. Just they watch. They're going to, like, get together. First of all, I hope, I think Gator's uh, neutered and clearly, like, our girl's spaded, so. I hope so. So, I mean, yeah, unless if, like, otherwise we sue an OC Animal Care. <laughs> like, if our baby comes up pregnant. At one point, this is my favorite conversation with my mom. I'm like, yo, she's spaded. That's, like, literally going through menopause for a dog. Like, Aww. they can't, like, get their periods anymore once they're spaded. Because, like, I was telling my mom, I'm like, yeah, she's kind of bleeding out. And she's like, well, where is she bleeding out of? And I'm like, out of her fucking gums and ear. So it's not her period. I took fucking health. I know where she's supposed to bleed out of. Those are not areas you bleed out of during this time. And I'm like, but she's spaded. So, like, ruled that out. Oh, my God. Solved. And, like, I've been around, like, I've been around dogs that have not been spaded and have their periods. And they are straight up bitches during that time of the year. Aww. Um, they are. It's just bad. Um, but our apartment's a weird place. Like, I, I low-key, I'm actually kind of high-key want to move. But I like the city of Fullerton. I don't mind the city of Fullerton. I love our mayor. Our mayor's great. We got some really cool people that, you know, represent our city. I like the city. I like walking through it. I went to college there. Um, you know, Christina went to high school and college in that city. Um, you know, we got family. I got in-laws that are out there. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's it's a good place to live. I just think for me and for our little family unit, I don't know if Fullerton is the best place for us to thrive. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always been a big proponent of Anaheim. I've always liked Anaheim. I've gone to school in Anaheim. Uh, pretty much my whole life, minus going to college in Fullerton. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, I definitely have like a special place in my heart for Anaheim, mm-hmm. and it's just something that I find it, it's it's a very nurturing place in Anaheim. And yeah, you, you kind of get to cut your teeth a lot in Anaheim and learn a lot. In, in my head, I'm kind of like, which Anaheim are you talking about? <laughs> um, I feel like you got to learn a lot in Anaheim. I mean, granted, here's the thing. I love being in Anaheim because you meet some vatos out there, but if you're funny, they don't like, they just like the fact that you're funny. Uh-huh. Granny, you have to accept the fact that they're going to call you a funny fucker. <laughs> like, constantly. And it's said like that, but like, man, you're a funny fucker. <laughs> and it's like, thanks, I guess that's a compliment. No, Holmes, you're funny, man. Like, you're a funny fucker, bro. 
Like, tell those jokes, man. You do those impressions. Fucking hilarious, man. Has me and my boys rolling. And it's like, cool, man. I'm glad you appreciate it. Um, are you okay with this impression? No, fuck, fucker, man. That's good, man. No, fucker. No, that's, you, you funny fucker, Holmes. Yeah. And then, like, it gets to a certain point where you just, like, kind of accept it to where, like, that's your nickname. Where you're just like, yeah, um, hi, I'm Joseph Funny Fucker Hoper. Um, like, I love, like, I don't have a rap sheet. I'm, like, an unconvicted uh, criminal. <laughs> I'm an unconvicted convict. A funny fucker. Yeah, I'm just fun. What's his nickname? They call him the funny fucker. <laughs> I don't know what he means by that, but uh, yeah. What's he in for? Comical larceny. <laughs> mm, I would have suspected arson. <laughs> oh my gosh. Because that shit's on fire. Uh, but no, in the real, like, it's just sad. So you get to a certain point where, like, I loved Anaheim for that reason. Um, also because, like, I, I love me Latinas. And especially, like, Latinas that are kind of a little hood. Like, to where you could take them to meet your mom and they're going to be really nice. But, like, if shit went down at a party, you know that they ride or die and will stab someone for you. <laughs> And, like, for me, I'm one of those, I'm a kind of ride-or-die type dude to where if I like you enough and we, like, kicking it and we're good friends, you come to me and be like, yo, I murdered someone. I ain't asking questions. I'm just telling you uh, the trunk is open and let's find a, a desert to bury. And ain't nobody gonna know shit. I got some gasoline and some matches. We gonna make it happen. Um, and we good. <laughs> Okay. I ain't gonna question shit. All right. Like, we gonna cover it up. Um, but yeah, I don't know. People are different, though. I ain't gonna be like a, you know, 6'9", just ratting out everybody. Bruh. I'm like a Martha Stewart. I'll just do my time in the pokey. You know? <laughs> if I get raped, I get raped. Shit happens. <laughs> Literally. When I was in Nam. <laughs> you were in Nam. I was in Nam, man. <laughs> Shit, I ain't lose a leg in Nam to have you talk to me like that. You have both of your legs. I know. I said I did not lose a leg in Nam. Shit, that's a problem with your generation. You guys don't listen. But no, I like I like where we live, but I think overall We just need to move out. Yeah, we're just <laughs> in a bad apartment complex. And now, Jose con Efe, paga su café. Well, folks, it's true. Uh, these coffees aren't cheap. We got to pay for them one way or another. And, well, I enjoy getting nice stuff through uh, giving sponsorships and nice deals. But uh, this one, actually, uh, we're, uh, we're working with her because uh, she gave us a great deal on it. Uh, it's called It Works. Um, it Works Greens Blend, uh, the chocolate flavored. I've been using it for about a month now, and uh, it's been good. We got it through our uh, our friend Chelsea Shook. Um, she's all shook up, um, but we're thankful that uh, she was able to do the sale for us. Um, I, I think I've seen some changes physically. I feel a lot healthier, um, more regular. I feel good. It helps out our workouts. I don't feel as tired. Makes my coffee taste good. It's like making a mocha 
pretty much every morning when I add that chocolate uh, flavor into it. Um, but yeah, it's a good cup of joe with some uh, It Works uh, chocolate. So if you guys want, uh, you know, reach out to us. We'll definitely make sure you get the promo code for It Works and uh, get you in touch with uh, Chelsea Shook. She's a good lady. You guys should follow her and uh, reach out to her. But we're thankful. My body's thankful to her. So keep it full transparency. We like the stuff. So go out and buy it because it helps us too. All right, folks. Back to the show. <laughs> 